Hello and welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin. Today we will be discussing the Once and Future King, the Arthurian retelling by T.H. White. We are your hosts, John. And Johnny. And we have something special for you here today because we do not fundamentally agree on this book. Um, which doesn't typically happen. It's It's been known to happen, but I don't know if it's ever been on a book we've done for this. Yes, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's generally been shades of similar thoughts with some, ver- with, like, some disagreements on certain decisions, but... Right, and, or... Um one of us likes it and the other one is uh could take it or leave it yes yeah that 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 works as well um but in this case i uh i liked i liked the book it wasn't without its problems um but i'll definitely get into the nuances of that overall thumbs up um when i give my give my thoughts on it Okay, that, that's that's interesting because I remember when you were earlier on, you, you said that you were like, "Oh, I don't know if it, you you were not particularly warm on the book early exactly. on." Exactly. Yep, you are remembering correctly. Okay. Um, then my overall thoughts are: I did not like the book, and I think that's I think that is a first for the books we covered where I have where I would kind of look at it and say I did not enjoy reading this book. Well, I, this is the first book that we've both read for the first time. That's a good point. So, well, having having Wheel, of, having Wheel of Time in particular in there is like, that's like a year and like 20 however many episodes. It was a long time. But point being, maybe we're looking forward to more of these uh, types of conversations um, because it, it, it happened the first time that we didn't have like... Um, because I don't know if I, I probably still would have recommended it to you. Um, because even though I would have sensed that you would have been lukewarm on it, um, I still would have said you should read it because it's the Once and Future King. <laughs> no, well, it was it, it was on my list. Like it, it was on the spreadsheet. I, I forget. I mean, it was obviously bumped up because of like wanting to do for the podcast. But it, it was on my spreadsheet as wanting to read. Okay, so uh, just remember that this could not have been avoided. Yes. So, um, <laughs> let me. I I might as well clarify um, what I meant, like what my past comments uh, illuminate. So, um, the it, it's like uh, a, a lot of books in that time period, Lord of the Rings included, where it um, separates it into multiple books within the saga. Yes. Um, and. I was probably a third, even to as much, maybe even as much as close to a half of the way through, and I was right there with Johnny. Um, I was, it was a struggle, um, and I still maintain that um, it is a struggle part with a couple of exceptions for certain parts. Um, with uh you know a, a couple of things that i well one thing in particular that i appreciate more now that i'm done with the book um but for me as soon as it hit book three 
it did a complete 180. And it's that's so funny because book three, like the the final section, was the one that I skimmed the most. Like the all, all of the like yeah like all the um like all the Lancelot stuff and like that in Guinevere and like and I well I guess we can get a little bit into it like my 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 thought I, I was like okay I'm skimming this I'm probably missing things and I was kind of reading summaries about it afterwards and I don't feel like I missed a ton by deciding to skim a lot of that <laughs> you didn't miss you didn't miss anything with plot well yeah with the plot and, and i was kind of done with the language by the end but <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah that that would have that probably would have been the primary i mean uh the maybe the beginning part with the kind of like uh storied aspect to it where it's it's uh, all the different animals and stuff that probably would have been one reason why i would have hesitated to suggest it to you but the language was definitely another part because you uh don't tend i mean yeah it's 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 not a, a matter of simply like i don't know like uh, purple prose versus not purple no prose. it's it's more or or intricate versus not intricate it's more um the 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 purposeful affectation of of his writing well I, yeah and it's i think it, it's more the just length and amount of descriptions and extraneous things that were kind of talked about uh, which I was more okay with in the beginning because I was kind of like okay with like all the animals and stuff. I was like, okay, there are specific lessons that like Merlin's trying to teach uh, Arthur and, or Wart at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so like there are specific lessons that are trying to be imparted, and I was more on board with it because of that kind of with the language at that point because of like the nature of like the stories and it was very storybook. Um, and so I was more on board with it then, uh, but I, I think just as it kept progressing, I was like, okay, I I appreciate this, but I am not enjoying this. Mm-hmm. The la- it, it, and it did keep going though. Um, the language did undergo at least one change, which is, and this is something that I. Um, this is the thing I was talking about that I appreciated after I went through a little bit more, which was that um, he would do as when he was doing his descriptions, um, which we've read our share of um, uh, descriptions. And I, I was a little more selective in my skimming is that I, I did skim stuff like that, especially when yeah. they didn't have to do with the lessons. Um, but he would do like, there were these or there was this and there would be a lot of that and i was like okay that's probably like a a time thing but actually i think it was because it was the storybook part of the story where it it was it was more of a um storytelling uh narrative device because it was about a child it was about wart and not about Arthur. He he dropped that as he went along, and he didn't mm. do that as much. That that was just something that I noticed. That's a good point. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, so basically, um, I don't know. So some standout parts from the first half were um, 
probably certainly when the the uh, Orkneys butchered the unicorn was was yes. a, was a great moment. Wait, the first one. When, when was that? That was um, that. Actually, that was probably book two. Yeah, I was just say I don't think because they weren't introduced. Well, whatever. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, they weren't introduced during the war era. Um, but yeah, that was a really. Um, I mean, it was all the more graphic because it was nestled in a a book with language like this, and it it really hit for sure. Yeah, that yes, that section was like very, yeah, yeah. I, it's funny, but my one of my literal notes is so Gareth and the brothers literally butchered a unicorn. <laughs> uh-huh. Like it's yeah, I and, <laughs> like and I go ahead. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. No, I, I should say, I, I, in general, I think, enjoyed part two the most, I think. Well, part, or at least the beginning parts of part two, like after the, t- the first time skip. Okay. Um, remind me what was going on at the beginning. Um, he, they were so, starting with the Orkneys, but what else? Yeah, there's Orkneys, he... Um, it, it's kind of, he's, like, starting the... T- like, the... The um the table, yeah, he, or the like he's throwing the round table and like there's this discussion about like the whole point of the round table is so that no knight is like seen as being above any other knight. Like I thought it kind of that like that was really good. Um, just that like concept. Um, uh, and there were certain other like there were certain sections I did like like I, I liked a lot of the discussions about like war that like kind of Arthur and Merlin have. Um. The, yeah, those are yeah. Like, his basically, he's challenging. That's true. Right. Yeah, yeah. I now yeah. I remember what you're saying. Yeah, the the um the moment where uh, Arthur first comes up with the at least the his first philosophy and Merlin treating it as such a pivotal moment. Yes, um, that was a really good scene. Yeah. No. Th- yeah, that was really good. Um, uh, and then uh, yeah, the, the um, sword from the stone was 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 fun. I I, I like yes. that. Yes, I enjoyed that. Yes, that section. Yeah, that section I liked. Um, so the, yeah, it, it is funny. It's it, I, it's funny that like Wart draw that he draws the sword because Kay needs it for the tournament. <laughs> yeah, and he's just kind of like uh, yeah, like I like I like the actual like I was just obviously. The Legend of Zelda, the video game series, is obviously very inspired by a lot of like Arthurian legend and just general yep. fantasy stuff. Uh, to kind of the wart, kind of hearing the voices as he's and kind of like the music swelling as he's like drawing, kind of with the scene where he actually draws his sword. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of imagined Link in the Lost Woods because like usually when you reach the Master Sword, it spo- kind of Zelda spoilers, but like I don't know, it's in every game. <laughs> like you reach the like part of the Lost Woods where the sword is, and like it's there's nothing but the sword, and there's like birds flit- like kind of flitting around, and like it's this more calm music that usually like swells like when you at the moment you actually draw the sword right um, yeah it, so, it definitely that, pulled from that oh it pulled from that huh. yes <laughs> boo <laughs> uh yeah yeah but um it, it was because usually I, I don't know i guess i don't spend a lot of time watching different iterate watching or reading different iterations but it seems to me at least the cultural expectation for him drawing the sword is that just like 
Oh, uh, it's it's so easy. It just came out. I don't know what uh, what everyone's so uh, crazy about. But that's not what happened. He did struggle to pull it out. He had to keep in mind everything he'd learned and kind of draw on it um, and consciously do that before he could pull it out. It was, it, he was he wasn't just like he wasn't just chosen. He was using a different kind of strength at his disposal. Yes, yes, no, that, I agree, that, that was good, that, yeah, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't purely the, yeah, but he is, it wasn't purely the chosen one thing. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, kind of going back a little bit to book, part one, I, I did appreciate, like, a lot of the, like, lessons, uh, and such, and the different sections of the animals, like, um, which were, kind of fun or some of them were fun i thought like a lot of stuff in the book that some of them some of them, some of them started to drag mm-hmm. uh like but but i did like appreciate like the hawks being like more militaristic and i think it's the was it the one of the fish ones um uh, uh yeah the whole like underwater section where he's kind of seeing this like despot despotic like tyrannical ruler mm-hmm. uh yeah, I, got, I thought, like, the, those lessons were, like, it was, I thought they were well done, even if they started to drag a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the, I think the ants were my favorite. The ants are always yeah, good. In sort of, the, even the Animorphs did, it did ants really, really well. Yes, the ants, yes, I did like the ant section, yeah. <laughs> done and not done. Yeah, that... <laughs> super good um and then the geese which didn't were, were like open borders the animals um, oh i like that open borders the animals yeah <laughs> that's true that's <laughs> so like huh these are and and that actually ties into um is a, a key part of his revelations at the end of the book which is just like these uh, these well, the main thing we fight over is freaking imaginary right yes um yeah but um uh, the the other thing I want to draw attention to is um, Merlin's the whole living backward. Yeah, let, so let's like let's just talk about like yeah like Merlin in general. Yeah, so he is like obviously the O he is the like OG Obi Dumbledore. Yes. Uh, like he is the ar- archetype. Ar- yeah, he is the yeah he is the archetype. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, yeah, go ahead with the living backwards thing. Yeah, and I, well, so I, I like the idea. I always uh, paused a moment whenever he mentioned it, and I'm like, okay, so how would that actually work? It would mean that he knew, um, he like would meet, from his perspective, he would meet Arthur towards the end of his reign, and then what? he would see what he's like, and then he would begin to put together, okay, what do I need to do to make this guy happen? Um, at least that's how I thought it would work, except after, like, Merlin goes into that castle with that one woman, we never see him again. And that really bothered me. Yeah, that was odd. Yeah, that was odd. And well, yeah, and also like basically, did he travel backwards? He 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 obviously stopped traveling backwards at the point that the story starts, and then he starts traveling f- like moving forward again. 
Uh, I'm guessing, obviously, for like what the story is. Yeah, I, I always thought like I don't know, maybe it's it's day by day he wakes up and it's the day before. Because I mean, how I don't know. It's it's hard to imagine any more than that. Him like literally living each moment backwards. How could right. that even happen? Um, right. But I I really liked the subtle, even when it was from Ward's perspective, and so it was a little more, things were a little more simplistic. You got subtle hints of Merlin's state of mind that he recognized the gravity of his of his decisions in these early years, and um, that even when uh, the, because he, he's confused, and then Ward says, oh, I just met you. And then you get a, get a subtle reaction from Merlin where he, where he must realize, oh, this is the last time I'm going to see Arthur. Yeah, that's... I'll have to go back and... Re, well, I, I'm not going to reread this book, but, like... Certain I, parts. I, you can yeah, certain parts. Part. Yeah, yeah, because that would be... A, that's a good catch. Yeah. Uh, was, he, yeah. No, go ahead. No, just, yeah, just that... It was interesting that he makes some, like... What we would look at as modern references, uh, mm-hmm. at least like 20th century. Yeah, and, and so that he also like he has like there's a couple of, like the different things that Wart like notices in his little his like uh, living space. Right? Like he has a gun case, I think. Uh, there's like, a couple other things like that where it's like, oh yeah, he is from the future, but. Also, like, it's like, well, is there a non-interference thing with, like, certain technology things? Like, they... Mm, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it doesn't really matter for, like, the story that no, is being told. No, but it's, but, but it's, it's, but it's an interesting um, f- function to think about, the, the, the whole thing. So it's, it yeah. doesn't hurt to ask those questions. Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, it was good to... Interesting to see, like, where the archetype... Or at least a version of where, of where the archetype comes from. Uh, I also like that he kind of that you see him like the lessons after the time. I'll, I'll keep calling it like the time skip, mm-hmm. uh, like part two or whatever. Right. I, I did like those and like the lessons obviously like change, <laughs> like because you know he's not a kid anymore. Uh, but I, I I did just like seeing that progression. Uh, and, and kind of like the complexity or or at least for are, are the advice on the situations are there's dealing with is more complex because the situation is more complex like I, and I like that element of it yeah and I, I I couldn't pick out certain like choices that he was making but it, it did seem to me that he was also writing it um, differently um, he wasn't just like I he wasn't just like dealing with animals and then suddenly he was dealing with like might and right it, it was the way in which the way in which he he wrote it in some fashion which is yeah super lame but there it is yeah D- didn't he publish it i have to look so i think the forward talks about this like he he published it in like part one initially and then like later went like that added sounds the right. other stuff like 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 it was initially not like yeah like it, like he didn't write it all at once yeah i think i think that's right yeah but yeah it was just interesting yeah um let's uh 
Let's talk about uh, Lancelot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I think he's a fascinating character. Oh, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to say he's not. Oh, okay. It it was more just, I was just, I'm not going to say he's not a great character. I just, like, thought, yeah, I, I, his whole push and pull with kind of duty and purity, but, you know, having, like, like, the affair and stuff, like, that was all interesting morally. I was just kind of bored with the book by that point. Okay. <laughs> it's the big thing. Like, so, okay, so for you, he didn't come in time, and it wasn't like it, it wasn't handled differently enough. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's probably a better way to yeah, yeah. Okay. look at it. I, I was just kind of bored by that point. I was like, okay, I'm just kind of done with this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, well, um, then maybe we can kind of expound on uh, each other's. Uh, observations instead of clashing on this because yes like he's he's a simple but dogged boy um, (laughs) who seems to he fits right in with the um with the the theme throughout of um generally aspiring something to more than yourself and um, with the vaguely, well, in many cases, not so vaguely, uh, Christian sense of um, it, in yourself being ugly, like like not hmm. but before you have your um, you have what you aspire to um, in terms of ideals, you are um, you are you are just a not not a good person, and he considers himself. Um, like always needing to fight against his baser instincts. Yes. Um, and so he, he views his, like he's seen as like the foremost and most virtuous knight, but it's like a sham to him. Yeah. And that's, and that's great. Like he, like he needs the ideology of right to feel beautiful in any way, shape or form. There's, there's always something else giving him his worth. Um, especially when he's young, be that uh, Arthur himself, um, his virginity, or the Grail later on slash slash God. Yes, yeah, no, that that was that push and pull isn't is like an interesting, yeah, is like is an interesting concept, and then later how it gets tied it, yeah, like tied in with like his loyalty to Arthur or not loyalty, and then <laughs> right. Uh, His the fidelity um, in the way he could never give, um, no matter how hard he tried, no matter how well he did in other areas, he couldn't he couldn't give him fidelity there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that was very that was that the actual story there is very interesting. Right. Um, The the one and it 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 saved it just totally saved the book for me. And I was there there were times when I was like. Like oh I have to go to sleep but I don't want to put this down. That, that oh that, wow that, that much yeah, okay that, that okay did happen to me at certain points. Um certainly during book three, um the the number of things that he went through and the, you know Guinevere could I feel like there was such a danger for Guinevere to be like, so one note 
but she really wasn't. She he he took even in his narr- narr- narration, he took pains to let us know that she uh you oh you might think of her as like vain and and cruel and petty but like consider this this and this of what like she's she's having to be in this position and and whatnot um and i'm like yeah i appreciate you yes no she, yes she is more yes yeah, yeah Guinevere is more complex than uh, than she than like you might be led to believe initially I, and I even really like Elaine. She, she's obviously less complex, but I find her very realistic because she starts as like your standard chit, you know? That's kind of her purpose in the story is to, is to be his undoing at, at a certain moment. But later, right. she does mellow out and everything, but it's not like she grows an entirely new, sophisticated worldview. She's still like... She's still plain, but and still obsessive, but in a in a more long-standing, enduring sort of way. Um, so I'm like that. That's how you do growth. I I really appreciated that. Yeah, I yeah I can see that. No, that makes yeah that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't have a like. Yeah, like, again, the situations with Lancelot and Guinevere were all interesting i think i was just like i think just how the story was told i was just made me uninterested in it yeah Uh, yeah Um, or or at least like how long certain things took to happen and not like if and there were certain scenes that i liked um that were well done but what means I actually don't have a lot of are less specific scenes and more certain sections. Just okay. the general section of like Lancelot, of like Arthur, of like is Arthur does is he going to execute Guinevere and yeah, like that. like just kind of that that whole general section was well like that I did kind of slow back down again for kind of that whole. Kind of basically the whole kind of ending section once Mordred really started to put his plan into action. Oh yeah, and what um, a what an unexpected um, uh, flavor of villainy from 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 a, a book like this. It it yes, it's not right. without its issues. Um, there is a foppishness to him and his crowd that you could read as homophobic um and i i couldn't help but think of that but interesting i'll, I'll have to go i'll have to re- research that go ahead. obviously the the more important part of it was that was was the opulence um that he was that he was going for um but some of the clothes yeah. descriptions i was like uh but but it, but regardless it mordred yeah. is a his his um just indulgence um in in things and the fact that he's he he's not he's 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 very in the clouds like his father but it's in such a nihilistic sort of way and it's it's that's such a great contrast that certain other 
I won't say names, but certain other series I've read where the character's named Mordred, and it's obviously supposed to be, was was nowhere near that complex. Oh yes, no, I yeah, I know exactly who and what you're talking about, and no, that yeah, it's not that other character is like an object of evil, (laughs) (laughs) like 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 literally and such and. He's he's well, uh he's he's an object of evil that's sad sometimes. Yes, <laughs> right, pretty much. Whereas like this is no like he was like the like uh, like it, it, he he was uh, like a, like Mordred was created by like Arthur yeah. and like so well like literally and just, like as a villain created by him. <laughs> Uh, he was a product which, of his of his um, progeny, whether you want to call that upbringing or some sort of if you want to buy into the the karmic retribution of how he was conceived. Um, right. Either way, it was it was clear that he was a tragic figure in his own right because he he had he had his deck stacked against him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was yeah, like that was well, that was well done. But I will say, as as much as I um I should I'll, the other thing about Lancelot is that like it's it's somewhat acceptable one because I I I think he's great and I had a great time reading about him. Um, plus he is sort of emblematic of Arthur's vision in a lot of ways. Um, but if you're looking for like Arthur's story, there's a big chunk where he's missing oh yeah like god yeah so he does he uh, lancelot does hog like a quarter of the book if not more but like i'm not that upset about it but i but it it is it that might be a you could argue that's a fault yeah that's a tough that's tough I, i don't know if i let's just necessarily say that's a fault because he like he he is like he he's central to Arthur's story just because of how like how he plays with the idea of like like honor and uh just kind of what it means to be a knight to be good uh mm-hmm. like an honorable uh which is kind of like you said is kind of what Arthur was striving for and so he's representative of these things and he also directly ties in so he's kind of representing Arthur philosophically in a way but he is also literally tied to like to Arthur both with the round table but also obviously with like everything that happens with Guinevere and like Mordred uh so so like he he is still integral to that story to Arthur's story in that sense so I, I yeah but it did sometimes feel like like okay we're we're at like a side quest. Like at the end, it came together. Like then, I liked that in the sense that, like this stuff, particularly Guinevere and whatnot, mattered because, well, like how does Arthur deal with this situation and how does it affect mm-hmm. his like legacy and such? Uh, but yeah, there was a section where I was like, okay, I like, I I know that this is important, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, in particular, I think at the beginning when they're starting the affair and stuff, I'm like, okay, like, again, I I, underst- I recognize this is important, but... Uh, the affair, the affair, did, 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 was it certain parts of the affair? Well, it sounds like there are certain parts of the affair that, that did grab you more 
Um, yeah, like, more, more just when it got more involved in the either political stuff with England or just... Uh, I, and and just morally how it affected Arthur's like decision making like that those were the parts that were interesting to me about it uh, when it was kind of but also I think uh, kind of per my big issue with a lot of the book it just stuff takes a long time to happen which isn't necessarily a bad thing but I wasn't enjoying the, the journey <laughs> so I wasn't enjoying kind of because you get like I, I wasn't enjoying a lot of the like smaller moments or just descriptions and like sidebar tangents that he would go on for like five pages sometimes. But <laughs> right, uh, but, yeah, which, which that's fine. That was a or, or I shouldn't say it's fine. That's a choice that he made. Uh, just I like those are more the sections that. Like to just I'll be like okay I, I I don't care about this, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but the 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 near executions th- scene was certainly an, an exception, and it was such a great dynamic of like this guy who's like just who who's doing the opposite of what he wants to do. <laughs> like oh yes, he's just like okay, I'm about to watch this go off without a hitch. Please don't go off without a hitch. Save me, save me, Lancelot. Save me. Right? All. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, like yeah, like that scene was great, and then like like what happens after with like well now he has to go to war with Lancelot because like his honor and such and like sense of justice like demands it, <laughs> uh, and like that was interesting. And then just everything happened one by one to uh, to to stop. Uh, or to keep the worst uh, happening uh, all in all again, um, because uh, you had first the, those, the, the well-meaning Orkneys die and then uh, Gawain go off his rocker and Mordred keeping him on the, on the bad path. Um, yes. And just, yeah. Yeah. It, it uh, certainly didn't make his, it, it's it's less about what happened with the people around him because like no one uh, no, none of the main three really uh, everyone else dies but uh, we're and we're supposed to assume that Arthur does but like he doesn't technically on screen and then Lancelot and Guinevere don't either it's more the death of what he had built and you and but then you have to think it was that really wasn't that inevitable um but it i don't know i'm I'm kind of mixing my messages here but well he even kind of like he's kind of like i maybe arthur realized that like the the collapse of this was inevitable in some way shape or form just this idea of what a knight is as he originally conceived of it because he Obviously, the, initially it was kind of conquest, but with a twist. Right. And then it's about the Grail because he realized he had to like make a pivot because there wasn't really more conquering they could do. <laughs> and so, so, so maybe he kind of realized eventually there wouldn't be anything else to pivot. I don't know. Obviously, that's not how it goes down. But like, maybe he kind of did. Well, but I, maybe I guess he does kind of realize it, and eventually that there there eventually wouldn't be something else to pivot to, 
as like a purpose for like the violence and the like and the and such, which is why he like sent the kid home. So that's the whole point of him sending the boy away. Right. And then you have the because it's it's all about what you do with might, which is kind of the 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 snag in in doing anything decent is is that always being present and so he's like ah i will make it its own enemy haha and that didn't work and it's like okay i'll distract it <laughs> and then right. yes yeah i like that let's all distract them that's what it was um and then he's like okay i'll okay i guess that didn't work i'll i'll purge it and it's like, well, how 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 are you gonna do that? <laughs> right, it's like, right. It's like you've you've created this beast, and now like, yeah, that, yeah, makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's all my major pointers. Um, so essentially, I didn't super like, I. I I would have almost if if it hadn't been the book that it was I probably would have been close to giving up on it so I I understand um the the sense of things being too long um so it it just as soon as I had momentum it stopped slowing me down I think that's the best way to put it That's no that's that's fair that's fair yeah and I I, I reckon, well, first of all, it's funny. So prior to this book, I had never actually, or I don't think I'd ever read or watched like a full King Arthur thing from like start to finish. I was unfamiliar um, with a lot of it too. Yeah. So that, so like that was like good. And I like recognize why the book's important. Uh, yeah. Like you recognize why it's important and, and such. Uh, it was just a lot of it. I was like, okay, I don't really. Like I, I, yeah, like I, I'm just kind of bored with how the story is being told, which is a taste thing. Obviously, that's a taste thing, but yeah, yeah, to, to, certainly to some extent. Um, yeah. yeah, but um, but yeah, there's a lot of the, like, like the questing beast kept coming back with Pelinor, and I, yeah, yeah, like, and I was like, I was like, like it was in, initially it was interesting in part one because like oh like. Questing Beast is a mythological creature that's in other things, and seeing it in what was probably a more original. It's more. It's in the magicians. Cl- <laughs> right, yeah. So, magicians, it's basically in. I don't call it the Questing Beast in Narnia, but it's the stag is kind of. The white. The stag is kind of like the Questing Beast. Yeah. Well, at least it rep- not like physically, but it kind of represents it. Yeah, uh, but, and, 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 and um, cer- certain uh, Patronuses. Uh, yes. Definitely pull from that too. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So like in that sense, I was and initially when it's introduced, I was like, oh, that's interesting. But like we get to part two and it's still showing up and it's the old and it's like Pelinor is like one note to his character and I'm like, I'm like, all right, let's keep well, going. Well, like the, the whole the the general idea of him like moving on from the questing beast and like actually settling down with somebody was like okay you do you buddy but you were still seeing the questing beast and like people trying to like get him to get go back to his old ways and it's all comedy and it's all pretty cringe like yeah i cringe yeah no i did not find it like funny (laughs) uh yeah 
But so I, yeah, I was I I hear you. I was not a fan of that. Um, there there was one one thing I did find kind of funny. This is this is like in part one is that like Robin Hood is just kind of uh, he's like he's, he's kind of involved with he's casually involved with the hunt with. I forget the Lord's name. He's he's just kind of involved on the hunt, <laughs> even yeah. though he, even though he's like obviously fighting against them, not like super directly, but he's not like he's not in their good graces. But it was just kind of funny that he's just on the hunt with them. We're like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he he's not even like hiding him. He's like he's instrumental in in finishing the hunt yes yes like they need they, like they need him to like complete the quest yeah and they're like we, we need you and darn it yeah yeah like that 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 was that was funny and some of those parts were pretty funny but pelinor essentially had like he he had i thought he had charm um when arthur when wart first met him um and he's it's like this it's this whole thing where he's all he's making himself continue to go on a quest that he could finish has been able to finish at certain points but he just keeps doing it and you get the sense that it's part um uh uh you know, being dumb and partly not really wanting to stop. Um, and that was good for what it was, but it didn't, it, it really didn't need to come back. No. And, and I, and I did like, like, glad you pointed that out because I did like the scene when he's introduced, like the scene when Morton meets him, I liked, uh, but yeah, after that, I was like, when he kept showing up, I was like, okay. Uh, and then when the friggin', um, uh, Palamedes and um, uh, Grumor oh, dress, they ch- dress up as the beast. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was really cringe, especially all the yeah. all, all the fun humor. Yeah, I was like, all right, come on. <laughs> um, there, a, a, anyone, everyone who's listening, the. The N word does appear once in this. Book. I I wrote that down actually. Yeah, like as oh one of the it was one of the hawks like just kind of drops it and I'm like uh what is it one of the yeah. oh you mean in part one uh yes in part oh, one I miss I I either missed or forgot about that one okay I guess twice then because it happened later too oh then I missed the other one. <laughs> Yeah, it was later. It was uh, I don't remember. It was definitely a well, it was it was later. So obviously it was people who were saying it. But they were saying it about um uh Palamedes. Yeah. So, um which Not... I don't I don't think it was for the purpose of call uh, like certain other stories um like like a uh, Huck Finn or um yeah, Huck Finn or, 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 yeah, or Kill Mockingbird maybe where it's it's like drawing attention to it in a particular way it's just kind of my sense was that it was just casually used so um not eh, not <laughs> certainly not worth it for that yeah i yeah I, it's not yeah there was no yeah <laughs> not good <laughs> Well, um, that that's everything major I wanted to say about the book. Um, again, I was just not like I, I just 
I I really really liked certain aspects of it and was really tired by other aspects of it. So that's why I ended up saying that I I thought it was good. No, that's a fair. Like I again I I recognize. You know. No, that, that makes. I mean, that makes sense. Like you said it's, and I recognize why it's important. I just didn't enjoy it. That's fair. But. Yeah, so. um, and 45 minutes seems pretty good given that like um, we are we didn't end up dis- actually disagreeing about the quality of Lancelot's characters which probably would have taken another 15 minutes oh yeah no no yeah because yeah like uh, he is an interesting character and that stuff is interesting it just how yeah like I said I just didn't like I was just kind of done with the book <laughs> by that point <laughs> but but okay um, I think that'll do it for this book. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, until next time, uh, this has been the Acolytes of Merlin. We are your hosts, Johnny. And John. And we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.